0: Hello and welcome to Lord of the Rings Minute, the daily podcast where we analyze the movie The Fellowship of the Ring one minute at a time. I'm Norman Mitchell.
1: And I'm Cassandra Fredrickson.
0: And today we'll be talking about Minute 7, which goes from ring to bouncing ring.
1: <laughs> uh, more, more, more specifically, um, the ring in Gollum's hand and the ring bouncing off of the, the rocks where Gollum lives.
0: In the, the caves of the Misty Mountains, which are named for the first time. Yeah. And will become very important later in this story,
1: or earlier. Well,
0: oh, no. Well, oh, I mean, yes, they become they become important before Lord of the Rings, <laughs> but they, they become but but they become very important about a, a little over halfway through this movie. Yeah, they become really important to the narrative of this story that we're that yeah, we're hearing yeah. right now. Yeah, oh, I know. Um, because this is all still prologue uh, for another three four minutes.
1: So they do talk about how it's five hundred years,
0: years uh, that Gollum had the ring.
1: So three thousand years yes. from Sauron imploding in on himself.
0: There, there's he not a, a whole lot finding it. Yeah, there's not a whole lot in this minute really. It's uh, there, there's not a, a whole lot to talk about as far as like what's on the screen, other than a couple of like little cool things. Uh, it's our first full body Gollum shot, yeah. even though it's uh, far away and shadowed, so we don't get a good look at him. There's not a, there, There's no clear shot of Gollum anywhere in this movie. They really saved him for Two Towers.
1: Yeah. Um, well, he's not—he's kind of a still a peripheral player in the yeah. whole story so far.
0: I mean, because they—they could have spoiled it and like showed him like up close for like a riddles in the dark section of the prologue, but mm. they didn't, which is good. Um, the next, we won't see Gollum again um, except for his like hands or feet while he's being tortured in a little while uh, oh, poor thing. until. Um, until Moria, right? Until Moria. We won't see him again, and then we'll just see his hands and eyes. Yeah. Um, which are a very different color from what he wound up being in Two Towers. Um, his overall coloring is very different.
1: Yeah. But I think you can get away with the fact that, like, this, this scene was almost cut altogether. Like, yeah. Uh, I was gonna talk, I brought it up a little bit last, yesterday, but, um, Uh, In one of the commentaries, they talk about how the Gollum shot was kind of added at the last minute.
0: Yeah, they built the miniature little set. Little cave. In less than a week. Yeah. And the only non-practical effect in that shot is Gollum himself. Everything else is practical.
1: Which is so cool.
0: Um, The water's real. The light's real. All the rocks are real. Mm -hmm. Everything's real except for Gollum. Which is really cool that they pulled this together in a week and just added Gollum to the shot. Um. And as uh, I think, it's Dominic Monaghan points out, the way that the light hits his hair when he turns his head in this scene mm-hmm. is just like really well done. It really adds a lot of depth to the shot.
1: Right. It's not like they just threw in the CG thing when it's yeah. not interacting with his environment.
0: Yeah, because you see, like the light hits his the scraggly hair it's and his like eyes a, a little bit,
1: like a weird like Pantene commercial. Like he like whips <laughs> his head around, and there's just like a flash of like his. Tiny wispy hairs, and it's just like you know, like maybe he's born with it, and maybe it's a Maybelline.
0: He's worth it. <laughs> um, I mean, every bit of work they put into Gollum was absolutely worth right. it. Um, and we'll get to talk about that in, in a lot of detail down the line. Uh, we need to find that documentary about just the making of Gollum yeah. that they put out to watch because it's really interesting. I've seen it a couple times.
1: Is that a National Geographic one, or
0: I don't remember. A friend of mine who was really into art when we were in high school mm-hmm. was like obsessed with Gollum. Um, mm-hmm. So he had all kind of, he had like Gollum figurines and like he was really into the movies. He had the Making Gollum documentary. He had the art, he had art books that were put out for these movies.
1: Yeah.
0: Which are really cool. Um,
1: I think that's something to look into going into Two Towers, especially because Gollum is such like a he's, he's like, so, front and center yeah. um, for a lot of the movie. Yeah. But that's in like nine months. Yeah. <laughs> So we no, have time longer
0: if we uh, oh if we God. take a break yeah. in between. No,
1: we are definitely taking a break. Spoilers: We're taking a break after
0: Fellowship. Doing yeah. this because yeah, yeah. Uh. <laughs> uh, we'll have done more episodes than the uh, the two the two Back to the Future minute movies, and uh, we're gonna also deserve our nice little hiatus. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, yeah. So th- there's not a whole lot in this this minute. Uh, we get to uh, hear more of Cape Lanchett's wonderful narration.
1: Yeah, um, I like that shot of the. Um, it's like the the wooded glen with the rippling water. Yeah, with
0: a little pool of water while she's talking. Yeah, about a, a shadow in the east.
1: It like goes whispers like, of a nameless foe. It goes, fr- it goes from like the moon to like that the landscape, and in the art commentary, which honestly, I can't imagine watching that all the way through the art commentary. <laughs> For We're this, getting there a
0: little chunk at a time. Yeah,
1: well, just we've just been digesting all the commentaries in like little chunks at a time because it's impossible to retain that much information. Yes. Um in one sitting. But in the art commentary, I believe it's the um the, the weta guy, yeah, the Richard head, Richard Taylor. Yeah, Richard Taylor. He um he talks about how he appreciates um uh, Peter Jackson's use of the landscape in painting Middle earth as its own character as yeah. well. Um, and how the ring interacts with its surroundings like the land and i think he makes a really good point because especially in this minute like you get a, a a sense of like this whole mythic yeah like you know she says 500 years and it's hard to illustrate 500 years but it's over this really pretty kind of twilight wooded glen
0: yeah and you get to see like it goes from moon to sun Mm. to rippling water so like you get a real sense of passage of time
1: yeah without like i don't know i think it's very very well done it's Mm. not it's not like overly cheesy like you know how they do like like the 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 sped up like moon cycles or like it's a
0: montage
1: yeah or like the sun like going across the sky like really quickly
0: yeah it it, it's it's not super cheesy i mean like
1: because i feel like i've seen that a thousand times and
0: everything like the moon like time lapse photography right
1: yeah yeah um like you know shifting into full and then back into new and then whatever yeah but i think i like that he kind of scales it back in a way and just kind of uses the nature as like I don't know like just this this nice backdrop for this narration um, it's, absolutely it's yeah. great I like it
0: Peter Jackson is a is a pretty talented director yeah he really understands a lot um,
1: and I like I don't think I would have thought of that I mean I'm not a I'm not Peter Jackson right. obviously but like
0: you don't have a mountain of Oscars in your, yeah. in your back room one day <laughs> from a single production
1: right like, um but no i think it's really skillfully done also it's really pretty
0: yeah it and
1: it kind of it kind of calls to my mind especially because it's cate blanchett narrating and she's galadriel like it's very elv- like elvish like the the light and the just the subject matter Ooh. um so it's interesting to have that uh juxtaposed with like Gollum in his weird little cave. Yeah. Um.
0: Like, uh y- you get a good sense of time passing because like we see we see Gollum's dirty hand holding the ring and it's mm-hmm. starting to like look like it's bruised and corrupted a little bit. And then we cut to the sweeping bit over the Misty Mountains. The mountains, yeah. And then we see Gollum as he becomes yeah sitting in the like cave.
1: Withered old grandpa. Yeah. Like alien mm-hmm. dude.
0: Yeah. Um and then we, she mentioned it's been 500 years. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, uh, it, what's interesting here is when she says, um, shadows in the east and whispers of a nameless foe and all that, mm-hmm. that's not a, that's not necessarily a reference to Sauron stirring in Mordor. That has, that's more of like a hobbit thing because she's talking about this in reference to like Gollum having the ring. Mm-hmm. So that's about the witch king being in Mirkwood and corrupting Mirkwood. Because it's to the east of the Misty Mountains. Interesting. Like, that's what that's a reference to. But then
1: she says the ring senses it. So. Right.
0: Well, the Witch King is an extension of Sauron.
1: Oh, that's true. I guess. Yeah, that's true.
0: And then, of course, we needlessly see that in the Hobbit movies,
1: but that's fine. Mm. Let's not talk about those right now.
0: Yeah. Like, the the whole section of Gandalf being gone and the Hobbit is so interesting because he's just gone. We don't know. And then you, like, kind of hear in, in retrospect what, what what went on. Um... And I think that's much cooler. Christopher Lee talks a lot in this commentary about the ring, about how sometimes it's what you don't see that yeah. makes something great. Um, and he's absolutely right. Like sometimes, like it really is sometimes what you don't see. Um, horror movies go back and forth. Right. On this. It's all
1: about um, suspense.
0: Right. And Christopher Lee would know he's been in a lot of horror right. movies.
1: I think it's the best, the best part about Listening to the cast commentary because yes, they have um, like little tidbits of information, but really early on, it's them, like all of them, just nerding out about how much they love Lord of the Rings and how much they love this movie. Yeah, and like Elijah Wood is so into maps. Like yes,
0: he loves every (laughs) time a map is on the screen. He's like, oh, I love this map. This map's beautiful.
1: Like Um, it's his favorite. Um, um,
0: What's interesting about the cast and the crew, everyone who worked on the movie, only one person. Knew J.R.R. R. Tolkien. He actually met him.
1: Is it? Uh, it's Christopher Lee. Yeah, Christopher he's Lee. He's the
0: only person that worked on these movies that ever met Tolkien.
1: Right, because he's like
0: because he was like oh, 85. I
1: know. God, I miss him. I know. I'm so it's so sad that he passed away.
0: Uh, it is. It's very sad. Christopher Lee is a is a world treasure.
1: Yeah. Um,
0: and like you know, he got to he got to be in like two of the biggest nerd things ever. So at least good for Christopher Lee. Yeah. uh, He gets to be two bad guys that, (laughs)
1: you
0: know, are kind of very similar.
1: Yeah. Saruman's cooler, I think.
0: Saruman, he's a corrupted wizard, and then Dooku's a corrupted Jedi. Way cooler. (laughs)
1: Yeah.
0: But he's no Saruman, the many-colored. We never see that in this movie.
1: That's a missed opportunity. It
0: really is. Um, But I don't think there's much else to talk about in this minute, Um, because it ends with the the ring tumbling along down through the caves in the Misty Mountains. only to be found by our wonderful friend Bilbo in the next minute, and we'll yeah, talk no about spoilers.
1: him. No spoilers. I mean everyone knows. Yeah.
0: Um. So we're gonna get we're gonna get to talk about Bilbo tomorrow.
1: Yeah, I'm excited.
0: Um. So you can uh, find us on duelinggenre.com along with all these under other wonderful podcasts uh, like Doctor's Companion and Geek by Night. Um, and you can support us on Patreon with duelinggenre.com/slash/support. Us and all these other wonderful podcasts. Yeah. Um, And you should leave us a five-star iTunes review.
1: Please and thank
0: Two thumbs way, way up for you (laughs) cool, cool people. Um, And at the moment, we don't have any merchandise for Lord of the Rings Minute, but they do for all these other wonderful things. Uh, But hopefully we'll have our own soon. Um, I feel like I'm missing something.
1: Where can you email
0: us? Oh, you can email us at... (laughs) Contact at Lord of the Rings dot com. We're on Twitter at at L O T R Minute and Tumblr at L O T R Minute dot Tumblr dot com.
1: And we have a Facebook page. And
0: we have a Facebook page, which is also just L O T R Minute. Yeah. No. Um. And special thanks to our Patreon associate producer Leaper One uh, Eighty Two. Hopefully, we'll see uh, or hear or you'll hear us tomorrow.
1: I hope we're not hearing anybody. That's like you need to get that checked out or something,
0: uh, right? <laughs> um. <laughs> Uh, everyone enjoy the rest of your Tuesday
1: woohoo